Welcome to a new episode of English Vocabulary Booster. My name is Lara and I'm a SALSA certified English teacher. Learning new vocabulary usually takes a long time, but we'll do it in a way that's easy, quick, and efficient. In every episode, we'll learn how to use five new English words or expressions so that you too can start speaking like a native. So let's get learning. And we're back. So this week's topic is food. Let's begin with the story. Last week, Josh and I came back from our trip. We had so much fun. We were very lucky with the weather and the place was amazing. And the food, the food was just mouth-watering. Well, for the most part. The thing is, normally both Josh and I have a hearty breakfast to keep us full until lunchtime. But on one of the last days, we woke up pretty late. We had reservations at a restaurant at 12 p.m., so we decided to simply have a light meal so it wouldn't spoil our appetite. We started looking for a place to eat something quick in the area, but we couldn't find anything open. We looked for about, I don't know, 30 minutes when we finally found a little grocery shop. We went in and bought two sandwiches. Honestly, they didn't look great and they tasted even worse, but we ate them anyway. Well, I don't know what was wrong with them. Perhaps they were expired or something. But after a few hours, both Josh and I started feeling really sick and really nauseous. We didn't think it was anything serious at first, but it kept getting worse and worse. In the end, we realized we had gotten food poisoning and couldn't leave our hotel room for two full days. That was the worst. Okay, so it's time to take a look at today's words. Word number one is mouth-watering. The soups especially, they were mouth-watering. Now, why does your mouth sometimes water when you look at food? Is it because the food looks really good or really disgusting? Well, it's because it looks really good. When your mouth waters, you're looking, I don't know, at a piece of cake or something and you just want to eat it. So that's mouth watering. It makes your mouth water. So can you think of a mouth watering dish for you? Um, if I think of a mouth watering dish, I'm thinking of maybe lasagna or like pasta. Um, I don't know, something like that. All right. Word number two, hearty meal. Both Josh and I usually have a hearty breakfast to keep us full. Okay, so does a hearty meal involve large or small portions of food? Well, a hearty meal involves large portions of food. And how do you feel after eating a hearty meal? Satisfied or dissatisfied? Well, satisfied. A hearty meal makes you feel satisfied. So you, you finish eating and you just, you don't feel like eating anymore because you're happy, you're full, you're good. What do you think a hearty breakfast looks like? Imagine in your country. For example, um, if I have to think for myself, I would imagine a hearty breakfast be something like maybe a couple of eggs, um, a few like um, slices of toasted bread, and I don't know, maybe a coffee or something like that. Maybe a couple of slices of bacon. Why not? So that would be a hearty breakfast for me. And now, do you normally have a hearty breakfast? I personally don't. 
Um, so I kind of go, it depends on the period. But um, as of right now, I mostly just have a coffee for breakfast and then I have like a bigger lunch. Um, so I'd rather have a hearty lunch than a hearty breakfast. But again, it's up to you. Word number three, light meal. We simply decided to have a light meal. So a light meal is normally big or small. A light meal, it's normally small. It doesn't include a lot of things on your plate. So does a light meal normally include fatty or fried food? Well, no, a light meal doesn't include any fatty or fried food because that would be the opposite, obviously, a heavy meal. So let's think of an example of a light meal. I can think of, well, when I think of a light meal, I definitely think of vegetables, uh, maybe meat, like some lean meat, like, um, I don't know, like a, a piece of chicken or um, maybe some fish also. That would be a light meal. Word number four, to spoil someone's appetite. So it wouldn't spoil our appetite. Now, if you have eaten something and it has spoiled your appetite, are you more hungry than before or less hungry than before? Well, you are less hungry than before because your appetite has been spoiled. Now, if you're hungry, but you don't want to spoil your appetite, what should you have? Again, you do not want to spoil your appetite. You still want to be hungry. So what are you going to have? Are you going to have a piece of fruit or a burger? Well, I'd suggest having a piece of fruit. That way, you will not spoil your appetite and you will still be hungry. And listen, if you snack in between meals, does that normally spoil your appetite? Or are you still hungry before your next meal? Because personally, if I snack in between meals, even if I have like a piece of fruit or um, I don't know, just something very small, maybe a couple crackers, I still, I don't know how, but it spoils my appetite and I'm not hungry for like hours after. So what I tend to do is I try not to snack in between meals. So again, my appetite is not spoiled and I get to lunch or I get to dinner and I'm still hungry. Word number five, food poisoning. We had gotten food poisoning. Uh, okay, so let's talk about food poisoning. What symptoms are usually associated with food poisoning? I'll give you three options, okay? Leg pain, so your legs hurt, having to go to the bathroom, or nausea, which are usually associated with food poisoning. Well, normally you either have to go to the bathroom or you have nausea or both, but leg pain, it's not normally something uh, that you associate to food poisoning. And can you get food poisoning from drinking something harmful? Well, yes, unfortunately you can. So just because you have the word food and food poisoning doesn't mean it's only connected with food. You could get food poisoning even from drinking something bad. And 
How can you store food? How can you keep your food so that it will not give you food poisoning? What are some of the most common ways? Well, for example, you could um, keep it in a fridge. All right. You can, once you've opened the package or whatever, you put it in the fridge and you know that it's good for a few days. So um, another good question could be, have you ever had food poisoning and how did you feel like? But since I didn't want to talk to you about my personal experience with food poisoning, I just think it's better if we just leave it that way. And that is it for today. And remember, if you want to access the transcript as well as lots of other resources, visit enboo.com. That is E-N-B-O-O-O dot com. Have a great day.